briefest of glances can start the biggest romances. Our eyes were doing the dances and they were making advances. When our eyes met, I was like, hey, now I bet that joke could be the one. Are you the one? Hello and welcome back to the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You the One podcast. I'm your host, Taylor. And I'm your host, Aubrey. Taylor, wait, I have important news. What's that? I am I am adding to this podcast in the text bit below, and by me, I mean you, um, <laughs> a petition to bring back Ryan Devlin as the host of the MTV series, Are You the One? I don't know if I want to take an official stance on this, Aubrey. You blindsided me. <laughs> ah, too bad. Don't worry. They only are trying to get to 200 signatures, and they only have 166. <laughs> What's oh so God. sad is I was going to say, oh, they should be able to get 200 signatures if that's what it'll take to bring them back, but apparently not. But don't worry, we'll, uh, we'll bring our, our vast and passionate audience to, uh, to action and sign the I petition. I want to know what the overlap is of people who listen to this and people who have already signed this petition. I would say all 10 people who listen to us have already signed the petition. We have 10 consistent listeners? My opening joke was going to be a little bit different because I was Mine just going to probably because I <laughs> sorry I was just going to say I didn't know this was the finale so <laughs> thanks format <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny yeah um so that was I actually have in my notes about a third of the way in the question is this the finale. Although I will point out that for this episode, they went back to the classic format. But boy, oh boy, did they rush through it. Holy shit. Oh, well. It was like, all right, we spent spent 15 seconds on this part. Let's move on to the next so we can listen to them all talk at the matchup ceremony about nothing. Right? So literally for party one, which is all the time before the challenge, all I have written is, cool, I'm glad they're all sad. And then it was over. Like, I got done typing that sentence, and they're like, and now into the challenge! Yeah. So, before we, before we talk about how sad they all were, I want to talk a little bit about, like, the recap they gave us in the beginning, and how they totally gave Keith the villain's edit. Like, clearly trying to dissuade people from trying math in the future. And, like, trying to make it out like they weren't gonna win. Um, Which is so funny, because the show then so does a good job of showing that math is the reason why they won. Right? I'm sorry, but Keith won it for them. And as much as I have a lot to say about Keith this episode, Keith won this game for them. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. He did. And... We're gonna talk a lot about Keith this episode. We are gonna talk a lot about Keith. But that's... Let's put in the, the... the horse before the carriage. Yeah, let's put that one back in the briefcase and instead talk about this. Do we want to talk about them being sad? I feel like we already did. I mean, they're sad. They deserve to be sad. I'm sad that they're happy. Uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed that didn't carry out throughout the whole episode in a way. But, uh, it's because they're drunk. This was not a good episode for Winner's Week, you know? Like, this <laughs> episode it- did not make me happy that the cast won. Let me put it that way. 
This episode didn't even make me feel like the cast won. <laughs> I know. Honestly, yeah. I really genuinely feel like they lost. Like, they're all perfect matched up with people they don't know or like. They're like, we found love. It's like, did you? You found a fucking stranger is what you found. It's it's amazing that for the season to do some of the ba- best, like, situational narrowing down of options, this is the worst season in terms of, quote unquote, playing with their heart. Or just liking each other at all. Right? They were just so bad at liking each other. Honestly, there are just so many bad people on this season, and they're not matched up is the worst part. Yeah. But again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So let's talk about this challenge. challenge. Jinx. That's embarrassing. I called it, what's in the box? I called it, don't fall asleep. (laughs) Well, and also you have to scream it. You have to be like, what's in the box? I wish Terrence J had. That's how I entertained myself throughout this uh, challenge, imagining that. Honestly? Yeah? I didn't entertain myself during this challenge. There, I couldn't find a way to make it fun. <laughs> um, okay, no, that's not quite true. There was one thing that I found really fun, and that was when Kiana started weeping mid-challenge, and Terrence is like, what's wrong, girl? Why are you crying? Why, 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 why are we not playing the game all of a sudden and you're just crying? And, right. and everyone else is like, don't worry, girl. It's Michael's fault. And Michael's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Michael's like, I mean, I guess. Oh, my God. I, like, I don't like Kiana. I don't feel like that's a secret. Um, not because, I mean, I was going to say not because of anything she's done. But no, it is. It's because she just hasn't moved past Michael one bit. Like, I can understand them being a match or whatever, but, like, she should be over him by now. They broke up week two, he has shown no interest in her, and it is week ten. And here she is, during a challenge, crying because she feels as though she gave the wrong answers. Right? On a question that's about knowing her. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I don't like Michael. I mean, yeah, whatever. It's like, that's also true. But also, um, how could anyone get that question wrong? Earlier, she had already answered that she cares that a guy looks good over is nice. Right. Like, of course she's going to care that a guy looks good over being smart. Yeah, no, that was a super predictable answer. Same with Malcolm and Joe at the end fucking up that question. Yeah. Yeah. Where they assumed she wasn't going to go the shallow route after just before... She went the shallow route. Like, I'm sorry. Also, have you met her? Beyond just have you, have you not seen her for the last ten, eight weeks? Obsess over a single guy whose only redeeming quality is his jawline. I just think it's great that the final date were punishment dates for everybody involved. I uh, so fun fact. I I really laughed when Jada and Dimitri were on a date and how put off both of them seemed uh-huh let um, me tell you but it, it made me love them both more honestly their date did and that's exactly what i was gonna say is that for two people who don't like each other as much as they apparently do they sure do have a lot of chemistry well so i mean i guess i'm gonna talk about it now originally i was gonna save it for the day but whatever we're jumping all over the place um they act a lot like siblings like siblings who are really close in age i mean like, they're very antagonistic, but, like, still clearly enjoy having the other around. Especially right before they actually went to the truth booth. 
the the right. little interaction they had there in particular really did to me speak to some sort of friendship that they must have because I don't know yeah. about you, but the people I hate, I don't joke around with like that, even if it is at their expense, you know? Right. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I really, I, I really like their relationship. Um, I got a real kick yeah. out of it. Um, probably for the best they're not yeah. a match. Probably. They should be friends, though, or siblings. They should get They should adopted. keep in touch. They should get adopted. Just together by someone. Yeah. Just get a rich um, guy to adopt oh. them both. Also, the response to the answer to Dimitri's question was obvious, too. Which like, w- he's an immature douche. Of course he's going to want an immature chick. Oh, absolutely. For sure. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, did production, like, take away one half of your paddle? Or are you just legitimately this dumb as people? I don't know what they were thinking. And it's like, it didn't really matter at a certain point because it just didn't like it. I mean, they weren't going to have gotten two matches. I mean, they could have, but that went down the drain pretty quickly. And then after that, it was just, eh, fuck it, whatever, you know, that was part of the problem with the challenge too, is that there were no stakes in my mind. Like, so here's the thing is Dimitri and Deandra, I believe are a match. So she was one of the last people answering questions. So that's but, what I was holding out hope for. But they didn't know that. They had no idea that anything they were doing right, could be useful. Yeah, but they would have voted Dimitri and DeAndre in before Kiana and anyone besides Michael. That's so very true. That's fair. I was like, they might. I was like, this is how they're gonna win: is they're gonna get DeAndre and Dimitri in, and like that's gonna spark them to do more math. And I was wrong, and they just did more math by themselves, which is honestly more shocking. But before we get to that, we go on a date. So, yes. Uh, who are our couples? Malcolm and Kiana and Jada and Dimitri both go on a date. And I swear yeah. to God, they must have said to Malcolm for his interview, like, hey, can you just please say something, like anything, anything at all that could justify spending some camera time on this? Just give us something we can play. And Malcolm's like, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, let me think. Uh, Kiana, she can sure take a hit, huh? <laughs> and that's just the best they got um, and they used it and that's what they used to justify seeing this date at all i know um except for the D- 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 jada and dimitri's like flirt fighting which isn't flirting which is so weird um but i also really like that the date that we've been seeing for the opening the whole season like the main date that they've really like focused on uh-huh. was literally from the finale and they didn't want to go right and it also looked like and it was also the best date by far i mean we wouldn't know we barely got to see it i mean there wasn't a bar involved so it was i'd be willing to bet it did end at a bar and they just why would we listen to them talk to each other good god I, what, could, what could they have to say to each other although honestly That's why I, they took them on a boat where no one could talk yeah they where they were wearing the earmuffs <laughs> Although honestly, I would I would watch Dimitri and Jada attempt to have a date and like talk to each oh. other at, at a bar. That's one of the few yeah. bar scenes I might have wanted to actually see. I would have loved it because both of them would have ended up like hitting on other people. <laughs> like <laughs> they just switched. They would have been like, wait, 
Yeah, but no, they would have been like, hey, like, we, like, emptied out the bar for you guys to, like, you know, talk. And they'd be like, great, we're gonna go next door and find other people to fuck. <laughs> so, it's, 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 it's post-date, we're, we're going to the truth booth, mm-hmm. and, I mean, no, neither one of these is a match, so I felt nothing. Um. Now, to be fair, I didn't know going into this truth booth whether or not they were going to be a match so there was still like that faint possibility in the back of my mind and when i say faint Uh, i mean like a tiny little ember so small you can barely see it um that the producers fanned and fanned as hard as they could to try and make it again seem like spending time on this is worthwhile yeah i just ever since dimitri literally said i have no sexual attraction to you as a person that's what really tipped me off to them probably not being a match no that doesn't have anything to do with anything what are you talking about it does um okay so we're on to party three and we're moving about as fast as the episode did which is namely the rest of this episode is going to be mostly party three yep uh do we want to talk about everything or do we just want to get right to the 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 main stuff well i just it starts out with the agreement made between the cast and producers which is if you call it a heart slash strategy plan we'll let you do math because what they proceed to do is say um all right we're gonna we're gonna incorporate some heart in in keith's strategy here so keith says all right you two could be a match do you feel it well maybe I don't know, like, I wasn't feeling it, but who knows? And then he's like, alright, well, you're a maybe. And then they go to the next couple, it's like, alright, you guys might be a match, do you think it could be? Well, I didn't think so, but maybe. So, here's the thing. they spend some time doing that. You blame the producers, I blame the fucks in the house. I think Keith was like, can we do math now? And then people were like, but we have to play with our heart. And he was like, okay. We're going to do both. <laughs> I I fully put that one on, on like, Keith just acquiescing to their bullshit needs and then not actually giving them anything. Either but way. Gotta shut the fuck up and not call them out. Either way, thank God they got away with finally doing oh. some math. And, and they did it so well. They went through week by week and did strategies and then tried out different ones. It was really good. Yeah, no, like... Keith knew what he was doing when he was working his way through that, and he only has a certain amount of information, so it makes sense that he'd be like, "I have, we have a 50% chance or so. Right, but, he got them down to two situations, both of which were pretty likely. Yeah. and I mean, well, not really, because we knew everything, but like, he does, he's not a computer, so. I'll be honest with you, I've, yeah. week to week, basically forget everything that happens, including the things you tell me. So I had no clue at all if these guys were even close to winning. I couldn't tell That's you if a really single funny. one of them was a match or not, oh based God. on our conversations. I had no oh idea. God. That's great. That's really funny, actually. Yeah, no, that's part of the reason why I don't mind you telling me all this stuff, because the fact of the matter is, by next week, I won't know. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to start at the beginning. Okay. Um... Which is Michael, Keith, and Zoe are sitting outside talking like people do. To be fair, and, and this is all I have to say before I let you keep going. Keith okay. should have been talking to his match 
if only for the illusion of going along with this whole heart thing. I guess. It, it, it was just, it's I the guess. diplomatic, intelligent thing to do. Like, he can't sure. make himself the exception to his own rule, you know? Okay, but fair enough. Touche, touche. But carry on. But, but, but none of those people were talking to their match. The three of them were just hanging out, talking. And then Michael gets up and walks away, and then we instantly see Alexis go, he's talking to Zoe. <laughs> like, n- no, he was talking to people, and then Zoe was the only one remaining. Like, yeah. let's start there at the flaws and the logic that happened tonight. And then, then and, no, and then we get that nice flashback to the Keith-Alexis fight about Zoe way back when. Which, by the way, Keith was right about. I mean, again, I, I, one of the reoccurring things I'm feeling with Keith is, I get it, but you shouldn't have done that. That was one of those cases in the yeah. flashback, and we'll have plenty more of those to come. But uh, right, my yeah, because Keith. Uh, so, so for those who should, I mean, should we tell people who don't remember what the flash, like, what that fight was about? We can summarize it and edit it out later if I get bored. Okay, basically, it was Keith and Alexis are a no match. Keith says, I won't sleep with my match. And then he kisses Zoe, like, later that night. And then they fight. Because Zoe's like, you hooked up with her. And he's like, I said I wouldn't have sex with her. No, that, like, you're you're thinking of the wrong fight. That's not the one we flash back to. Uh, oh, no, right. We flash back to the very first fight about Zoe. Yeah. Poor Zoe. She doesn't deserve this. Okay, never mind. We flash back to the very first fight about Zoe. Wherein Alexis was going on a date with somebody, and Keith, trying to be, like, cute and smarmy, I think, was like, oh, well, I'm going on a date with Zoe, clearly trying to, like, tease her. And so then she made out with Joe, and... And now we get to see the repeat of that happen again right before our eyes. Which, so, like, and and I, and this is a consistent thing throughout their fights, which is... Keith does something dumb that he probably shouldn't have, and then Alexis does something to intentionally hurt him, which is so much worse. Yeah, although Keith came back this time swinging, that's for sure. It was <gasps> oh a God. hurt. Okay. It was a hurt sandwich party. So, um, I want to talk quickly about the 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 Michael Alexis Keith kiss and how, oh my God, that was unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like, she, she shotguns the beer, and then Michael's like, <laughs> Just the whole image of a completely trashed Alexis shotgunning beer, like, hiding behind the bushes, and, like, dumping the leftover on herself while Michael sloppily rubs his face on her. It was... As a, as a straight guy who, in general, has no problem with the general concept of tits, that was terrible to have to watch. Oh, and, and it was even worse with their, like little porno speak of she was like oh i'm so bad he's like yeah you're bad what a bad it's girl. like oh my god can can you two either just make out like gross horny people or can you two just fucking leave and never talk to one another like they managed to do the most gross vi- i felt violated okay let's push on from weird tit party yeah so next, next uh, step you know alexis and my michael kiss and of course Keith then interrogates them both. They both manage to keep their lies straight, which is impressive. All things considered, yeah, they stuck to their stories, but what a shitty story. 
I liked. Oh, uh, we were just shotgunning beers. I liked Alexis. Like, yeah, I, I got some beers for you, but you were busy talking to Zoe to get them. And he's like, "Where are my beers?" And she just runs away, basically. Where are my beers? Where are and, my beers? Uh, and, and then Keith does a bad, bad. Then Keith does a really bad thing. Keith he, does something he, he shouldn't have at all. Uh, can we talk about so he throws Bridget in the fire? Uh, Bridget did not burn as much as I was expecting. Like, Bridget was a sturdy girl. Children's toys are deliberately made to be flame retardant, and this moment was a testament to that. She smoldered, but she did not burn. <laughs> right, I'm like, you know, and, and that was one of the things that I was happy about Alexis for, is like, I'm like, for as bad as that was, like, at least Bridget will come out mostly unscathed. It was only a flesh wound. Right. A fur wound. Um, sorry. Oh, I bet she smells so bad, though. Polyester so, and other synthetics uh, burning. Ugh. 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 She got put out in the pool, at least. Yay, mildew. That, that one cut of her, of Bridget sinking to the bottom <laughs> right. of the pool. They had so much like, fun with so, that. I'm like, how heavy? Like, what is in that? Like, because if it was stuffing, I feel like it would have just floated. I'm sure it just got waterlogged. Maybe. The, uh, but the shot towards the end when Alexis jumps in the pool, I didn't realize, <gasps> right? I didn't put it together at first that she was jumping in to get Bridget. And I thought she was yeah. just going to like straight up like sit at the bottom of the pool and like die. <laughs> she was going to bell jar. Yeah, she was going <laughs> to bell jar the whole thing. <laughs> um, but so... Alexis escalates right back with his shoes, and then he rips her boots. And I have some insider trading information for you, Taylor. All right, hit me with that sweet, sweet stock. This is a spoiler that we've known since pretty early in the season, is that um, a knife got drawn on someone. What? And it was apparently during this fight that Alexis grabbed a knife. And stalked around the house being like, where's Keith? Following in her friend's footsteps, I see. Her cousin's footsteps. Whatever. Um, which they cut that out, which I feel like really paints Keith as the ultimate bad guy in this situation. Um. Yeah, because I was. All Alexis ever did was retaliate. And they never show her escalation in the way of picking up a knife. Yeah, no, that, uh. I was sort of wondering why everybody so accepted, like, Keith's relative lack of fault, like, his one big mistake, but... That's why. But Alexis's general guilt, I suppose you would say. Um, Yeah. That really answers that one. Keith Mm -hmm. didn't pull a knife, so yeah. Yeah. That's a... And so... That's a bit of high ground. Here's a a comment I'm gonna say, Uh which is... um, you know, everyone was really fast to sort of acknowledge and point out Kareem's abusive behaviors. Uh-huh. I feel like no one was really there to do that to Alexis. Yeah. Because she would constantly get annoyed at some inane, stupid thing that Keith did, and then do something to intentionally hurt him. Like, and, and for most of the season, he never was a one to escalate, I feel like. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. But, like, he would always argue with her, but he would never escalate in the way that she would until this fight. I think there's just a fundamental difference between the two of them in the sense that Keith is a very responsive person. And he doesn't always respond the best, but for the most part, he's only responding. Alexis is the type to intentionally 
start things start to hurt shit. people. Um, and yeah. is, I think, just actually probably a little bit crazy um, in a way oh, that absolutely. therapy and medication uh, would help. Mm-hmm. But, oh, uh, yeah, she should definitely get counseling because she clearly has a- anger issues and also some other stuff that I'm not qualified to diagnose. She's just so definitely... Vin- She's just so vindictive and doesn't she seem afraid of crossing what other people would consider really obvious lines. Right. Uh, like leaving the knives in of, the kitchen during arguments. Right. <laughs> or just leaving them out of hands during arguments. No, if you want to stab somebody in the kitchen, uh, it's the best room to do it. There have been studies. Well, sure, the, uh, the best, but it's... <laughs> I, I would disagree. I would say the bathroom. It's so much easier to clean. But it's the first spot they look. Yeah, but, but it doesn't matter. You've cleaned it. Not if they're looking. Wrong. Also, the first spot they look is the bedroom. That's true. Because all crimes are sex crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We, 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 we've we gone on a tangent. Um, I don't know. I, and, like, don't get me wrong. Like, this last episode, Keith displayed some... What could could what could easily be considered abusive behaviors, but the difference is his weren't sort of like systematic and like long lasting. He clearly like something in him snapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he like, but she throughout the season has done a lot of this little shit that's really um, honestly emotionally manipulative and abusive. Yeah, and I mean Keith is kind of a douchebag, is what oh, has been dick. coming out over time. That's just it's a, he's operating on a different level than Alexis, who is just actually harmful and dangerous. I mean, like, like, yeah, like, even when he kissed Zoe, it wasn't about, honestly, it, was, it wasn't about Alexis. He, oh, yeah, he no, that's forgotten about her. That entire relationship had nothing to do with Alexis. Not really. Anyway, so enough about Alexis and Keith. We're and- beating this Alexis has issues dead horse a bit. Um, uh, well, first, I do want to talk about uh, the title of this episode. Okay. Playing with fire? It was really good. <laughs> Just uh, playing with fire. Like, someone was excited when Bridget got thrown into a fire pit. Oh, I can hear the clapping in the control room the moment it happened. <laughs> Property damage is great TV. Oh, it is. It's super illegal. Eh. Potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> You always have been a fan of arson. That's true. I have always been a fan of arson. Also, fucking it's at such the a very sexual end. crime, arson. You know, <laughs> and I no, it is. Google it. Google arson is a sexual I mean, I crime. I know that a lot of people get off sexually with it, but that ah uh, no, wrong. Um. Also, at, at, at the very end of this, when Malcolm fucking vomits, <laughs> I like I like how he like was like, oh, man, I'm just so worried. Bitch, you're hungover and drunk. Right. At the same time. So do we want to go into this final matchup? This final, I mean, final matchup? Can we just pretend matchup? like they fucking lost? <laughs> Again, I'm going to echo your statement of I kind of feel like they did. Like, they might have gotten the money, but they lost. Like, let's be real. I mean, in a great twist of irony, they won the numbers game and lost the heart game. Right? <laughs> um, oh, that's so fucking great. Okay, so I'm going to do what we normally do. Uh-huh. Go down the list. 
And for those listening, these are the perfect matches. Tyler and Nicole are, as we already know, a perfect match. Uh-huh. Jaless and Clinton. <laughs> so we started with the swing vote. <laughs> right! I, I was like, I, I was like, that was super weird, like, to start with her. No, never mind. I thought it wasn't super weird to start with her. My bad. <laughs> Because I, I, cause earlier in the season, I had commented on how they didn't start with another person who was a swing vote, which I was like, that's interesting. And then they did it for the finale, and I was like, oh, were they just saving that move, or what? What's funny is that I'm sure if I was as in the know as you were, that mm-hmm. decision would have indicated very strongly to me whether or not they won. But again, even though I'm pretty sure you've already told me, I had no idea. I know. Well, when she said Clinton, I was like, okay, like, honestly, they probably won. And, like, that's when I sort of stopped caring. <laughs> so, wait. Oh, so, so, Jalessa and Clinton. Um, sorry, never mind. It, just edit that out. Okay. <laughs> I had something written down, but I had just written it down badly so that I got confused about what it meant. Oh, that's most of the sentences I start saying on this podcast. <laughs> Okay, uh, next up, Audrey and Shad. I like them as a match. Zoe, me too, I do too. Zoe and Ethan. Good for Ethan, I guess. <laughs> oh, fuck, I loved his reasoning when him and Zoe were talking, which is, you need to stop caring about looks, and I need to realize I deserve someone who looks good. I know. <laughs> I... I was like, I mean... Yes, but also you said that in the worst way possible. I everybody knows that I'm a big fan of Ethan in general on this show, but that was some shaky logic at best. I it was it was him trying to fucking rationalize. Like good for him. He got Zoe to pick him, but <laughs> um, Oh boy. Alexis and <laughs> Alexis and Anthony. Sure, whatever. Ah. Uh, well, uh, so when Taryn, when at one point she said, I may or may not have kissed Michael. Like, girl, just say it. Right. Also, you and may or may not have done more than kiss Michael. Just so we're on the same page there, too. Like, I, it was fucking uh, going somewhere. Let's not kid she around. Was like, I'm, I may be a little bit vengeful. Like, oh, a little? Yeah, and, and Malcolm and Michael are a little bit players, and Kareem's a little bit abusive. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, Kiana and Michael, which I love that he was just like, my bad. I did not. I hated listening to his goddamn <laughs> teleprompter speech that he wrote down on a fucking index card before he read it to her, basically, on camera. Like... <laughs> That was the least sincere, least anything I think I've ever heard a person say, and I watched this entire season. Um, (laughs) Okay, so what I have to say is, first of all, I really enjoyed when asked if he was a player, he looked over his shoulder to ask the girls, and they were all like, yes, and then he turned back to Terrence and was like, yes. Like, he (laughs) truly wasn't sure. And then... His speech, which is a very interesting, because verbally, if you read the speech, if it was a written apology, it had all the correct pieces. It had all the pieces to a proper apology, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 but verbally, it sort of, he lacked that. And so, so my question for Michael in, in the long run is, is really just, I, we truly haven't seen a very wide breadth of emotion from him. Does he really just struggle showing emotion? And if so, is that because he's a sociopath? <laughs> he's very, very charming. Kiana, I'm really sorry about how I treated you in the past, and it wasn't fair to treat you that way, and I'm sorry about it, and that was my mistake, and it's something I need to improve on, and I'm sorry to pass that off to you. We're gonna fuck now, right? Uh, Kiana, fucking stop. Stop it. I'm not sorry, because the entire time I've been slamming on you, it's been for liking Michael, and you still like Michael. It It would've made it so much better if Kiana just said, when Terrence is like, Kiana, do you accept his machine-like apology? If she said, no. And then nothing I'm, else. No. Yeah. Okay, I'm going through. Uh, so here we get to the lightning round of these people don't know each other. <laughs> <laughs> Nervis and Dimitri. Olivia and Malcolm. Deandra and Kareem. Uche and Joe. And then finally, Jada and Keith. I liked the two of them together at the end, honestly. Yeah. Um, so Keith also said some shit to the, right here. Um, which, so, you know, honestly, in this fight, you know, Keith came out the winner and that he isn't the one who drew a knife. <laughs> but. <laughs> um. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Something I would I would leave to Keith is that he needs to work a little bit on taking accountability mm-hmm. because his 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 statement was I was a bad person I did bad things but she started it which was only more problematic when the whole house were like it's true she did start it yeah she did yeah no that's and I Keith got off really easy this time. He got off really Again, easy. Maybe it's because he got a knife drawn on him. And that's like, the thing. It's I like, guess maybe in the moment. <laughs> and that's, that's. I feel like we would be a lot harder on Keith if Alexis didn't just so top everything wrong that he did. It's like, this would have been, a, like, I would have been a lot more pissed at Keith about burning what's her doozy if Alexis didn't start a bunch of crazy not that it justifies it but start a bunch of crazy and then immediately without hesitation retaliate and apparently draw a knife on him can't forget that part it's like it's like keith is in the wrong and it's completely over everything he's done bad is overshadowed by the knife that glinting gleaming dagger especially since she has family who's used one before there's precedent here. Yeah. She's got it's, friends in the yeah. clink, bro. She's got a gang she can join. Stab a bitch. Talk about you, um, Keith. Someone at some point said, I believe, but I don't believe at the same time. Uh-huh. And the only thing I wrote down, which I feel bad about, honestly, now is, oh, it's Schrodinger's belief? Wow, Aubrey. That's a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> I I wrote it down and I was like, uh uh-huh. I was like, that's I was, I was like, I just write down the first thing that comes to my mind. And then I was like looking over my notes and I was like, oh, I was like, that's kind of funny. 
And then I looked at it, like, right before we did this recording, and I was like, God, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> and then I just read it now, and I was like, oh, man, fucking comedy gold. Oh, no. One little bit of comedy gold that I liked that somebody said I we didn't get to see who was when we were waiting for the beams to go, you just hear, my heart is in my ass. <laughs> I didn't hear that one! My heart is in my ass. And I think in that moment, I, I just understood this whole cast, is that they're heart butts. And that's why they only could win the numbers game. And they couldn't get the fuck along. Because their heart was in their ass all along. I'm sorry. I'm fucking excuse me. So Schrodinger's belief is bad, but heart butts gets a pass? To be fair, I didn't write that one down and then choose to say it. That's something I just said and can cut out later. Wait, you cut it out? No, I'm not gonna cut God, I'm not cutting it. either. But I have good. it's something I could um, say and cut out later. At one point Terrence is like, this might be the biggest comeback. And I'm like, no, it's not so much a comeback as it is an unfucking of the situation that you've created for yourselves. <sighs> I. Oh, and the final thing that this this fucking show did to like, just just really make me angry, is the lighting ceremony, the final fucking light ceremony. Mm-hmm. Do you know how long it took? How long? Four minutes. Out of a out of a forty minute show, one tenth of the show was watching fucking lights being turned on. Well, when you put it like that, right? We end with little bits of the air quotes perfect matches. I think some of them even air quoted perfect match when they were saying it. <laughs> um, the perfect matches get to talk to us a little bit, and we get reminded oh, of once didn't. again how much Kiana should not date Michael. In fact, how much yep. nobody should date Michael. Um, yep. We get to see Kareem. Well, in another s- sociopath. <laughs> we get to see Kareem in, in true spirit of himself speak for Deandra during her closing interview with him. Um, yeah. And then it just sort of ends. Uh-huh. And it's over. Yeah. And season six has uh-huh. come and gone. Mm-hmm. The reunion looks fun. The reunion does look fun. I'm excited. It's the most excited I've been all fucking season. Just to see these guys no hold barred yell at each other a little bit more. Oh, yes. And now they've gotten to see the show, so they've got to see how they were fucking edited. They know the, they know the, the truth. Nah, I don't yeah, know why I said truth. that. That was really weird. Okay. So, is there anything more we have to say about this season six until we get to the reunion? Reunion? Nope, it's done. It's over. It's dead. I'm fucking happy. All right. Um, Tyler and Nicole deserve to be out of the house much earlier. Oh, man. A lot of those people needed to leave the house a lot earlier for a lot of reasons. Well, Tyler and Nicole should have gone to the honeymoon suite. Malcolm and Kareem needed to be blasted to the moon. Uh, Michael needs a sociopath. I think that's about it. I mean, Alexis needed medication, and Keith needed to just not... Just don't. They, Alexis. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I know you really, really hate Michael. I don't. That's I don't really hate Michael. I just don't. Don't. I just like don't him? think anything positive of him. Really, he's attractive. <laughs> he's got that he going is. for him. 
He's attractive. I mean, he's, he's probably not. A, he's probably not a terrible friend. He's just not a good mate. Well, so um, throughout the season, we've just seen that he's really attractive, and we've seen more and more that he's a bad person. Which, of course, means I've just been growing more and more attracted to him. Oh, he's exactly your type. Are you kidding me? All right, let's end this. Uh, do we want to end it with a petition to have uh, Aubrey, Are You the One, season seven? Yes, gay season! I will, okay, I will never, never get onto Are You the One. I am not nearly physically attractive enough. Especially, like, I'm not straight person attractive enough. I am... Oh, not gay person attractiveness. I I think they need to branch out the Are You the One franchise to be yes, not just gay ugly season. If you want to put it that way, sure. Yeah, you bring me it, onto the ugly gays. I mean, wow. again, I would call it like freaks and geeks because that's much more marketable than the ugly gay season. Although oh. the ugly gay season will market really well too, right? No, it won't. Because we have to get at least a couple ugly straight seasons before us ugly gays get anything. I don't know. I don't know. We're we're putting off ending this show, though, mostly because I don't know how. But uh, thank you guys for listening is thanks. really the most important thing uh, we'll I think be- I can say. It's just thanks for yeah. listening to us. Cause right, we'll be doing the reunion, and then after that... I'm going to try to convince Taylor to turn this into a RuPaul podcast when that's on. Ooh. I, if there's something I'm not qualified to talk about even more than this, it's that. Yeah, but you can be my token straight. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything. I don't know what to do. It's over. It's done. Aubrey, what's the moral? The moral of the week is this week, specifically. The moral is that if you're going to sign up for Are You The One?, Get a degree in math first. Like, any of them. <laughs> do you want me to do a couple more morals? See if I have them in me. Uh, moral number two? Bring back Ryan Devlin? That's not a moral, that's a plea. Yeah, no, from that's, a broken just, that's just heart. a request. Well, that's that's moral number two, is accept Aubrey's request. That's still uh, just a request. That's not a moral. Well, no, the moral is to always listen to Aubrey. That's the moral. Can I... And my th- oh, go ahead. third moral. No, you can't. Um, fuck, you interrupted me. I did. And my third moral. <laughs> fuck, sorry, hold on. And my third moral <laughs> is, you know, if you're in a, in a relationship that just seems to resemble any relationship that's been displayed in the past 12 episodes, stop. Just break up with them. Leave them because never never in the show have we seen a relationship i would call healthy because even the relationships that might have been healthy a la tyler and nicole we didn't see that we never saw anything of them so never never let your relationships be like oh yeah this reminds me of this one time on are you the one (laughs) let that be a red flag yes that is the red flag and pink flag. And orange, I think, is also on their logo. Can I try one? I have one I think I want to try. Yeah, you can have the fourth moral. Okay, I'll take number four. Kids and everybody out there, do not despair. Because season six proves to you and to everyone, even the most incompetent, 
losers can sometimes win. So yes, you can win for losing. God bless. <laughs> that reminds me of my fifth moral. Okay. Remember, guys. As long as you're pretty, life will give you anything. Just be attractive. And probably wealthy. Wealthy helps, but really just be pretty. We're really rich. Like, both of those will work. If, you, if you're not pretty, yeah, if you're gonna be make an a ugly, lot of money. Just do it. Right. No, God, no. If you're going to be ugly, be born rich. So if you're not born rich, get pretty. Amen. All right. Boom, boom, room out. Cutting. <laughs>